Hey, what's going on guys? Matt DeBerry with Dog Post. Um, it's Wednesday night. That means I am here for the next 20 to 30 minutes um, answering all the recruiting questions you might have. Uh, if you got any questions about the team or recruiting or anything, um, just send those my way. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Just want to make sure the audio is good. Um, again, hope you guys are having a great day today. Anything on your mind, um, make sure to throw it out my way. I'm going to Give a couple more minutes for people to um, join in a little bit, but uh, yeah, lots of good stuff going on right now. Uh, I was in Athens on Saturday for the fan day, got to watch two hours of uh, practice, and I'll be honest, the team looks pretty good. I mean, the offensive line is gigantic, should be the best offensive line they've had in a while. Last year was really good. I'm expecting the same thing this year. Isaiah Wynn at right tackle, just a mountain over there. He and Ben Cleveland are two really big guys on the right side of that line. So um, Georgia should be able to run pretty much over anyone, including Alabama and Clemson, if they were to battle it out um, on the right side. I don't think there's anyone getting through Ben Cleveland and Isaiah Wilson if they start to reach the potential that they have, and I think they're doing that. So um, any other questions about the team you guys might have, send them my way. Um, why did no commitments materialize last week? Everyone online seemed to be expecting something. Yeah, there were some rumblings that something might happen. I know uh, myself and, and Dean, we had our eyes on a couple of guys. We were never told specifically that someone was going to commit. But usually on these big weekends, um, commitments happen. So we, were, we did keep an eye on it. Um, I'm not really surprised that there were no commitments, to be honest with you. But... Um, the guys who I think most people thought would commit will probably commit soon, just probably on their own time. So um, it was a, a big weekend. A lot of things, good things happened. So um, recruiting is still rolling. They might not have picked up a few commitments last weekend, but those guys should be jumping on board pretty soon. I'm expecting Georgia to land at least two more commitments by the end of this month, probably three. So a lot of good stuff still happening. I know I had a question um, about spots, how many spots are left. Uh, I always going into this 2019 class, I thought they'd sign 24 and I still think that actually I probably said 30 or excuse me, 23 at the beginning. I think 24 is going to be the number. Uh, so probably about eight spots left. And um, I mean, the guys they have now are, are I mean, you guys have seen it. it it's the number one recruiting class uh, in 2019. Lots of big time players. Uh, especially along the defensive line and at linebacker. This is a really, really talented class of bringing in again at the linebacker spot. So what position group will be a surprise strength for this year's team? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the wide receiver group. I watch the receivers a lot on Saturday. You're going to have your three guys, Terry Godwin, Riley Ridley, Mikael Hardman. Uh, but I was telling a buddy the other day, I mean, there's a lot of really good wide receivers on this team that might not play a ton, but have a lot of talent. Uh, the two freshmen really impressed. Kyrus Jackson, a guy I've been high on for a long time now. Definitely making some plays out there. Not the biggest guy. Really quick. He has great hands. A big-time playmaker. Uh, so probably the receiver group there. Matt Landers, Tommy Bush, guys with size. A bunch of guys out there. So the receiver group, I think, is really good. Most underrated team, Nicobe Dean. Yeah, Nicobe Dean is going to visit Georgia very soon. Um, I think for a home game in September, last time I checked with him. Georgia-Alabama battle for the five-star inside linebacker out of Horn Lake, Mississippi, one of the top players in the country. And I mean, I'm not you know, saying Georgia can't get anyone uh, right now. I'm not putting anything past them. So it's a Georgia-Alabama battle, and Georgia has beaten Alabama recently for a lot of these guys. So Georgia's very much in the mix there.
most underrated team. Oh, man. I, I guess we're talking about the country. I've been focusing a lot on um, the SEC. I do think South Carolina is going to have a good team. Um, so I'll probably go with them there. Nationally, I think Notre Dame is going to have a good season, too. So those are probably the teams that I think would be classified as under the radar. Georgia's got a tough one. That's going to be tough in Columbia second week of the year. I hear Dean is now a Georgia FSU battle. Yeah, Florida State's in it. He was there uh, with a team camp the other day. I don't see anyone committing to Florida State over Georgia right now, though. Um, if Florida State, you know, he might be on a visit high. I'm sure he had a great time, and they put themselves in the mix. But at the end of the day, I think Georgia and Alabama are going to be tough to beat in the end. Um, I had a question on Jaden Hazelwood. You know, I've said for a while, yeah, there's going to be rumors, there's going to be some drama with his recruitment. But at the end of the day, I think Jaden Hazelwood is going to sign with Georgia. This is a guy who's an elite player. I've got him as the top player in the state of Georgia, and he's committed to Georgia. Kirby's not going to lose that kid. Um, if he does, I will come on here and say I was totally wrong. But he wants to play with Fields. He's been committed to Georgia for almost a year and a half now. Fell in love with that staff, committed early. Yeah, he's taking his visits, Auburn, Oklahoma, Miami, and those teams are still coming hard at him, but at the end of the day, Kirby's not going to miss out on Jaden Hazelwood. He's too good, and he's too important to this class. Lewis Sign going to pick up. Yeah, I think I've, I've said that right. I asked him personally if that was right, and he said yes, but I do think Georgia is in the lead uh, for four-star Lewis Sign out of uh, the safety out of Texas. If you were to choose today, I do think it would be Georgia. Penn State was the leader for a long time there, but I think Georgia is the front runner for Lewis Sign right now. What are you hearing on Demetrius Robertson? Um, I'm not as clued in with that as I am with the recruiting world. Last thing I heard was people think he's going to play, and obviously that would be a big deal. Right now, I not you know don't count your chickens before they hatch. Is, is that the slogan there? But so I, I am hearing a lot of rumblings that he will end up you know being eligible. For this year and again that goes back to the wide receiver group it, it's stacked if he's able to play there, there's just so many weapons on this team when do you think we'll get another commitment um juco cornerback uh dj daniel was going to be committing august 15th august 16th one of those two days i do think george is going to land him so he might be the next guy what freshman has surprised you since they arrived on campus good question i wouldn't say any of them has surprised me uh today i mean uh the other day because i was expecting all of them to come out and and play really well uh but Karis jackson is doing a little better than i thought he would i he might actually play this year i definitely didn't think he would but there's a chance he might slide in there and maybe make some plays on special teams as well uh tyson campbell looked really good as well everyone knows about Brent cox five-star outside linebacker he is going to play and he's going to play a lot uh but surprises uh, either Karis Jackson or Tommy Bush. Those guys really impressed me on Saturday. So, And um, if I miss your question, uh, throw it my way. I'm going to answer some dog post questions uh, from some of the members right now. Um, and I'll get to some questions online. The first question I have is, whatever happened to the big five-star offensive lineman from West Virginia? Uh, he's talking about uh, Darnell Wright. Um, uh, big five-star offensive tackle. Had Georgia atop of his list. Well, not atop, but very much towards the top of his list early on. Doesn't seem like Georgia's in the mix now. Uh, I was going to uh, probably Ohio State, then maybe Tennessee. I think Tennessee's in there. Alabama's in there as well, but I don't think Georgia is going to get Darnell right, which is fine, uh, which is fine. Good player, um, but they will survive. Yeah, um, I had a question there, actually a statement. Uh, Bama picked up a five-star linebacker. 
blanking on the kid's name. It was from last year's class, transferred to Alabama. Uh, the rich get richer. And again, I mean, it's going to be a collision course between Georgia and Alabama and maybe Clemson in the next few years. Uh, I think Georgia is going to pass Clemson as a program in the next three years and probably play for another national championship, maybe win one. But, I mean, Georgia and Bama, this is what they're doing now. They are loading up with five stars all the way around. So, definitely something to watch there. Uh, another question, what are you hearing on the remaining defensive line slots? Maybe one slot left. Uh, and I think I think that's right. I think there's one spot on the defensive line left. Tymon Mitchell, a high three-star guy, uh, has been linked to Georgia. He's a guy that I was keeping my eye on last weekend. He could pop. You know, he's another guy who could commit to Georgia this month. Um, you know, not a world beater. He's not going to blow your socks off, but he's a big kid with size and a lot of potential. And I think that's what they're looking uh, for in these defensive linemen, guys with potential um, who can become big stars, maybe not exactly play right away, but um, they're losing a lot of guys next year. So um, a few of these young defensive linemen are going to have to step up and make plays, but they've got a lot of good ones committed right now. Zion Logue, Bill Norton, obviously Trevon Walker, Jermaine Johnson, who's going to make an impact next year. Excuse me, in 2019, he's the Juco out of Kansas that Georgia picked up last month. So, you know, they've got some guys along the defensive line. I think they're going to add one more. And then the high three-star Tymon Mitchell out of Georgia, I mean, excuse me, out of Tennessee, is definitely a guy, a candidate to fill that role. Uh, I'll answer this question right here. How are we looking for Nicobe Dean? I think it's one or two. Florida State's in the mix. Alabama's been in the mix for a long time now. Georgia is towards the top of that list. Some people say have told me that Georgia is leading here. And, you know, I'm not going to disagree with them. They know Nicobe better than I do. I know him a little bit. I know Georgia's very much in the mix. But some people that I trust do think Georgia's leading there. Um, when are you going to wrestle an alligator? This is kind of... <laughs> um, it's kind of a running joke online, but um, I, I think I could wrestle uh, the average size alligator while I'm still in my 20s. Hopefully, we'll do that um, live for you on Dog Post if I can figure out a time to do it. Maybe we go to Louisiana, but I'm uh, just not a big fan of the alligators, and I do would like to wrestle the average size alligator. Give me a couple weeks uh, to prepare a little bit, get into shape, but um, I would like to wrestle an alligator one day. So hopefully, that can be this year. Um, quick question, how many more can Georgia sign? Uh, I think eight. I think they've got 16 committed right now, 15 or 16. Uh, blanking on the exact number, uh, but I think 24 is going to be the final number in this class. What do you think are current commits that are likely to flip somewhere else? Um, always a good question. Every year, guys flip, um, and this year is going to be no different. They're going to have Georgia's going to have some kids who probably flip. If no one flips from Georgia, again, I'll come on here and say I was wrong because it happens every year. One guy I'm keeping my eye on is four-star. Tresman Marshall um, out of Clinch County, committed to Georgia this summer. He's taking visits to Auburn and Florida State. If anyone's going to flip anytime soon, I do think it will be him. Got a question. Uh, DB from Georgia Military College. Talk about DJ Daniel. Uh, Four-star Juco cornerback. Uh, a little undersized, uh, but he's got good speed. He's got true cover skills. He's got quick feet. He's got that DB mentality. Uh, he wants to go up and compete. Um, good player in my eyes. He's committing in the middle of August. I think uh, the 15th or 16th, again, uh, blanking on the exact day, but it's very soon. It's between Georgia, Kentucky, and South Carolina. I think Georgia has been his leader for uh, some time now, so it would be very surprising to me, at least, if he did not pick Georgia uh, in less than a couple weeks. So, you know, add him uh, to, to Jalen Perry and possibly Tyreek Stevenson, who Georgia, I do think, leads for as well. 
one of the top cornerback prospects in the country down in South Florida. Big kid, physical kid who can hit and cover. The staff loves going down to South Florida to get these defensive backs, and it looks like they're going to do it again in 2019. So um, Jalen Perry is a guy I like a lot. He's already in the fold, possibly getting DJ Daniel later this month. Maybe Tyreek Stevenson, probably sooner than later as well. So things are definitely rolling for Georgia recruiting, especially at defensive back. So I'm going to go to another question here. Any good players actually want to go to Florida after that video? I guess a embarrassing Florida video was leaked. I don't know what they were doing, but Florida recruiting is not doing very well at all. Any Ohio State commits uh, we are getting? Uh, watch out for Harry Miller and Steel Chambers, the two kids from the state of Georgia. I think if Urban Meyer were to leave, I do think Harry Miller would give Georgia a second opinion. Listen, if Sam Pittman gets a second opportunity at a kid, he's probably not going to miss. I mean, he doesn't miss on kids the first try around, but if you give him a mulligan and let him go recruit Harry Miller again, uh, he could very well end up being a bulldog. Um, I think ideally Georgia would like to second, take a second running back in this class as well. They'd probably go after Steel Chambers to try to get that spot. If he decommits from Ohio State, I'd probably see him going to Michigan or Stanford, though, but I think he might give Georgia a second look as well. Uh, I had a question on John Rice Plumley, the quarterback that Georgia has committed right now. Good athlete. Um, yeah, I think he's a Logan Gray 2.0. That might uh, not sound that great, but he's a really good athlete. Could play receiver if they need him to. He's fast. He's great with the ball in his hands. You know, obviously the arm's got to get a little better. Got to work on the arm strength, work on the accuracy, and his overall technique and development as a quarterback. But he's not going to be asked to play early, so he's going to have a couple years, maybe even more than that, to come in, you know, develop that arm, get some more strength in that arm, and learn the position. But he is a good athlete, and he's a project, which is exactly what I think Georgia wanted in their quarterback, a guy who can sit for a little bit, uh, learn to play the, the position of quarterback, but still come in and maybe make some plays with his feet if he needs to. Any QBs we get in the next class? Well, they're going to get a quarterback, probably two in 2020. Max Johnson is the guy that I think uh, they want the most out of Oconee County, big-time lefty and son of former Super Bowl-winning quarterback Brad Johnson. I want Georgia to get Trey Sanders. Yeah, you and everyone else, man. Trey Sanders is a really good player. I like John Emery a little bit more, and I'm not just saying that because he is committed to Georgia. Um, if you told me to make a list about a month ago, the top running backs in the country, I would have put John Emery number one. I really doubt Trey Sanders is going to jump on board now, um, but you never know. And I'm not putting anything past Sam Pittman. I'm not putting anything past Dale McGee either. But right now, I just don't see it. I think Trey Sanders is probably heading to Alabama or Florida. Georgia was in the mix for a while towards the top, but with John Emery on board, I don't think that Georgia will land uh, Trey Sanders, uh, the running back out of IMG at this time. Uh, another good question, is James Coley on the trail after quarterbacks more now given his new role? Is someone else taking the lead? Uh, yeah, James Coley was a wide receivers coach. Now he's quarterbacks coach. He's definitely a guy out there looking for, you know, scouting the quarterbacks. Obviously, Jim Chaney, the OC, is doing that too. But, yes, James Coley's definitely taking on that role, working with the quarterbacks closely in practice, obviously, but on the recruiting show as well. I uh, got a question about five-star Clay Webb out of Oxford, Alabama. Uh, I've seen him a lot. Really good player. And I, I can count on my hands how many times I've seen him lose a rep. Georgia-Alabama battle. Again, I'm not putting anything past Sam Pittman. Georgia's very much in the mix here. Um, 
Charlie Culberson, home run for the Braves. There we go. Just popped up right now. He's been killing the ball. But anyway, Clay Webb, he's a five-star. It's down to Georgia and Alabama for what I've been told. It wouldn't surprise me at all at this point if he were to go to Georgia. It wouldn't surprise me if Georgia got anyone out there at this point. Nothing is surprising with Georgia recruiting. They're getting the guys they want. They want Clay Webb. Sam Pittman's on it. We'll see what happens. Right now, you know, I, I do think it's 50-50. I never would have said that throughout his recruitment. Right now, I do think it's probably a toss-up. Wouldn't surprise me at all if Georgia got him. Uh, another wide receiver uh, question about Jaden Hazelwood. I mean, the kid, the kid is really, really good. He is elite. I know a lot of people use that word a lot, but he is, and I think Georgia will sign him in the end. I know he's going to take his visits, and he's going to take his visits in the fall. It's going to be a dramatic recruitment, but I do think he signs with Georgia. Uh, who is the next big target for Georgia in the 2019 class? Uh, N'Kobe Dean, Tyreek Stevenson are probably the two. N'Kobe Dean, five-star linebacker. Tyreek Stevenson, high four-star cornerback. Those are probably the two biggest targets. Clay Webb is another one right there, the center or guard. He's big time. He doesn't lose a lot of reps. Not the biggest guy out there, but he bends well. He does a lot well. He's very technically sound, um, you know, Moves laterally well. He's a guy who will be able to pull for the running backs. He just does a lot well. So um, those guys are probably top priority right now. Um, what do you think the Georgia will do for you know this season? I think Georgia should run the table and play Alabama in the SEC championship game. Um, I know that's kind of a, a weak prediction, uh, but I do think Alabama will be undefeated. I think Georgia will be undefeated. I'm thinking it's one versus two in Atlanta. I think the loser of that game could probably slide into the college football playoff. So many other variables will go into that. But I think Georgia will edge out a win in South Carolina, a win a tough game. And I think they will beat Florida, beat Tennessee both badly. Um, LSU is going to be a tough one, but Georgia is a more talented team. They can match Georgia physically, but I think the dogs will come out top there. Do you think Georgia will end up keeping the number one class in the country? They get their guys, they will. Um, and Georgia's been getting their guys. You know, after that 2018 class, you know, I was on record saying they would not sign the number one class in the country. I thought it'd be top five, which again is pretty good. I didn't think they would have the numbers to get there. I didn't think they would have the overall depth. Um, but again, that, that Georgia staff has proven me wrong. Uh, I'm not afraid to say it. They have the number one class right now. If they land N'Kobe Dean, Tyreek Stevenson, Lewis Sign, um, and uh, Clay Webb, I mean, they will definitely have the number one class. Um, throw DJ Daniel in there, cornerback. Very good class. Um, and again, another defensive lineman. I mean, spots are going fast, so these kids better jump on board. And if they do, they will end up with the number one class. Uh, how many total recruits can UGA have in 2019? And it's not really a specific number. Um, last year, I thought they'd sign 24 25, they ended up signing 26. This year, I'm saying 24, uh, but it, it could be 25. You know, Kirby will make sure he gets as many guys in as he can, as much talent as possible. So there, it's not an exact number of how many they can bring in. Um, if you watch Dean's video on Sunday nights, he's, he's the numbers guy with the depth chart and all that and how many Georgia has, how many they might not have next year. So he's the numbers guy. He'd probably have a better answer for you there. Um, but if you want an answer tonight, sign up for Dog Post, and we will get that answer to you. So. Are you worried about the punter? Uh, I, I was, a, I wouldn't say worried. I was a little skeptical going into practice on Saturday. Um, but those those kids were booming it. Um, I didn't get a number on the punters. I don't know which one was which, but there were a couple punters out there that were 
you know, had a lot of hang time on their punts. Uh, just another position group that was really impressive. Um, I was not expecting that, but I left practice thinking, okay, maybe punter. Probably still the biggest weakness on the team, which is always great. Um, but it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I think uh, Jay Camarda, uh, the kicker they signed last year uh, at a Norcross, he can boom it. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see him back there punting and he's got a leg so he can get the hang time he put some balls with that much hang time inside the 10 inside the five on a consistent basis on saturday so um they'll be fine there they will figure it out um so you know i know a lot of you know last year was really good cameron nislick did a really good job obviously it's gonna be someone new but they will figure it out um let's see if i have another question here uh, yeah, this is a good one. It's about the tight ends. Uh, who do you think finishes with more catches this year, Isaac Nada or Warner? Um, I do think Isaac Nada will have more catches in total yards. Um, luckily for Georgia, I mean, they can run all over pretty one. They got the running backs. They've got the offensive line. They've got the weapons at receiver. So I don't think you'll see the tight ends make a ton of catches, ton of yards. They'll get a few here and there. But I think it'll be really similar to last year. They'll be used sparingly, uh, but it's not like they're going to blow up the stat sheet or anything. Um, I had a question about Walter Grant. He's looking good. Uh, Walter Grant is looking good. He's playing his butt off, trying to keep Brenton Cox you know, from, uh, from beating him. But Walter Grant is good. He's going to play. He's got the length. knows how to attack the passer. He's getting his body. definitely looks the part. Uh, he's going to add depth if he doesn't start, but he's going to get a lot of playing time. I had a question about Robert Beal. Uh, I don't know what the situation with Robert Beal is. I think he's kind of, I don't want to say buried on the depth chart. He could be a guy who surprises people this year. I'm not expecting a ton out of Robert Beal this upcoming year. Maybe the year after that, but um, I've heard he's, he's done well so far in camp. Um, again, I don't think he's going to be blowing anyone away, but you know, he is a good player with a lot of potential, so if he does reach that potential, he will play. Uh, someone asked me about... Uh, my Twitter handle, pretty simple, just at Matt DeBerry, uh, just the name. Try to keep it short and sweet. There's nothing nothing crazy. Uh, give me a follow, and I try to put up some good recruiting stuff when I can. You think James Cook will get a lot of playing time? I don't know what a lot is. He will get, I think he'll get some, but again, I mean, at running back, they're, they're so deep. You know, obviously, DeAndre Swift is going to get most of the carries. Zamir White, when he's 100%, he's going to get some carries. Elijah Holyfield, we saw what he can do last year. He's going to get some carries. And then Brian Harrion, physically, he looks like a freak, too. He was out there running the ball really well. So James Cook was really impressive on Saturday. Don't get me wrong. Um, can catch really well out of the backfield. Wouldn't surprise me if they put him in the slot here and there or some wildcat formation. So I think he will see the field. How much? I don't know. But he is a very talented kid who showed a lot of burst, quickness, and explosiveness on Saturday. He really impressed and uh, it wasn't only me, I think all the reporters up there in the press box, I mean we were all looking at each other like, wow, this, this kid can play. This kid can play. So we'll see. It's really interesting how that happens there. DeAndre Walker over, under on sacks. That's a good question. I'm going to give DeAndre Walker seven and a half sacks. He's not going to blow it away, uh, but he's going to get his. So we'll see how he does. Um, a lot bigger you know this is the biggest uh deandre walker has looked hopefully he hasn't lost any of that speed or explosiveness but he needs to have a big year and uh but boy he does look the part i had a question on fields and from 
Um, this is Fromm's team, but Justin Fields, again, like a lot of these freshmen, he looked really, really good. Put some really nice touch on the ball, throwing it over in the middle to some of the tight ends, mainly John Fitzpatrick, who looked really good too. But he threw some zip. He had some really nice passes thrown to the outside, uh, put some zip on the ball when needed, put some touch on the ball when needed. I mean, he looked like he did not look like a true freshman. It was really impressive. There's some nice deep balls. A lot of them weren't brought in, but they were in the right spot. Some of the DBs did a good job of, you know, put getting the ball, knocking it away from the receiver. But he throws a really nice catchable ball. Um, they're not all, you know, zipped in there like maybe Jacob Eason was doing, but he's he knows what he's doing. He's a really good passer, and we haven't even seen him take off yet. So. Uh, so much talent there, but this is Jake Fromm's team. He's got the leadership. He's got the experience. His arm has gotten better. Um, I think he was perfectly fine uh, on the practice Saturday. Had some balls get away from him here and there, but he's not perfect. Neither is Justin Fields. So it's a good situation to be in when you have two talented quarterbacks like that. I wouldn't call it a quarterback controversy just yet, but if I, I, Justin Fields is going to play. Jake Fromm is going to start, and I think it's going to be like that the whole season so we got about five minutes left here guys uh, a lot of really good questions so far if you have any more uh, throw them my way or again join dog post um, we got a lot of good stuff going on the season is here uh, we will be out seeing recruits for the rest of the month and into September so a lot of good stuff coming what is happening with D'Angelo Gibbs We'll see. I mean, the only person that can stop D'Angelo Gibbs is himself. He's got a ton of talent. He's got size. Um, he obviously made a ton of plays in high school. But when he's healthy and you know doing what he's supposed to, um, I think he could be a good player. I don't think he's going to start. I don't think he's going to get a ton of playing time. But yeah, he I, he's on the team, and you know, if someone goes down or he starts playing the way he can, uh, I think he will come in from time to time. But again, I'm not expecting a ton from D'Angelo Gibbs this year. Maybe next year, but um, I still think he has a ways to go. Mikul's stats for this year. Again, I don't think anyone's going to blow the stat sheet away. Um, I think he's a guy who I can uh, 40 catches, probably like 600, 700 yards, uh, five, six touchdowns. I mean, there's only one football and a lot of good receivers, a lot of good backs, but Mikul's going to make his plays. He's too explosive. Um, you know, he almost broke a few returns last year. I think he'll return at least two kick or punt returns back. I mean, he was just so close last year. Uh, I think he will turn those into touchdowns, but so explosive. There's not many DBs out there who can stay with him. So um, deep threat for sure. Uh, but again, with, with uh, Demetrius Robertson, too. That's going to take away catches from Mikul. Um, I think he'll have a touchdown or two out of the Wildcat, too. He's going to get some of those in the goal line. D-Rob eligible? Yeah, I, I don't have an exact answer. Uh, I don't think anyone really knows. Uh, you know, you hear stuff here and there. I've heard that he will play. I don't know how much stock I'm putting into that just yet. I've heard both, so we will see. Is Mark Webb fully cleared? I think so. I think he's got a small brace on. Um... But I think he's, I'm not sure if he's 100%, but he was out there with the first team. I think he'll be fine for game one. How does Big Trey look? Yeah, Trey Hill, big old boy uh, at the offensive guard out of Houston County. Uh, high four-star kid that Georgia signed in that number one recruiting class in 2018. But Trey Hill was running with the third team, so was Jamari Sawyer. Um, so we'll see how it goes. You know, first few days, first week of fall camp, that's probably where they were expected to be. 
Uh, I know Andrew Thomas started last year as a true freshman. Jamari Sawyer could do that towards the end of the year. Right now, I do think that Baker has that left guard spot down. Um, but Trey Hill, it, I mean, he looks fine. His body looks a lot better. He had to drop some weight, and I think he did that. So, Matt Landers' question. Yeah, I, I like Matt Landers. I mean, he's he's a guy who should make a lot of plays. Again, he's kind of buried behind a few guys, but you can't teach size, and that's what he's got. He made a really nice catch at G-Day, made some nice plays in the spring game. Not the most consistent guy. He's not the fastest guy. But he's definitely a weapon uh, in the red zone. You know, he does a nice job plucking the ball out of the air at the highest point. There's not a ton of defensive backs who can, you know, defend a pass from him when he goes up and gets the ball at the highest point. So, um, still the potential's there. Um, still a young kid working his way into the lineup. I think next year Matt Landers will have a big year in 2019. This year he'll have a catch or two. He might have a couple touchdown passes, but uh, there's a bunch of guys ahead of him right now from what I saw. So. I don't think he's going to blow away anyone this year, but you know he's always a guy who can come off off the bench when they're in the goal line and go up and snag a touchdown pass. Um, Holloman the same way. Jeremiah Holloman uh, definitely looks the part. I think he's only listed at 6'2", but I feel like the guy's 6'4". I've known him for a while. I was one of the first guys to actually start writing about Jeremiah Holloman back in 2015. Uh, he was off and on on Saturday, made some really, really nice catches, but also... Um, let some balls get away from that I thought he probably should have caught. So, But he'll be in the mix. He's going to get some passes his way. Who is the third-string quarterback? Uh, I think that's going to be walk-on Matthew Downing, uh, who threw some really nice passes. I knew he was a good player at Alfred High School uh, when he was there. Heard a lot of good things about him. Um, he was never going to get you know a Georgia offer, a big-time offer like that. But when I saw that he was walking on at Georgia, I said, that's that's big news. I mean, the kid can play, and if you're getting him to walk on, that's a big deal. So I think Georgia uh, is not too worried about the guys behind Justin Fields. Uh, Matthew Downing can, can play. Hopefully he won't have to play this year uh, unless it's at the end of the game, you know, against a Middle Tennessee, uh, Austin P type situation. But um, all right, that's all the time I have here. Thanks a lot for your questions. If uh, I missed any of your questions, hit me up on Twitter at Matt DeBerry or uh, just join Dog Post and we will answer your questions uh, throughout the day as fast as we can. So hope you guys have a great night and I'll be here next week to talk more Georgia recruiting with you. So thanks a lot, guys.